The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. We're kicking it with the great Tony Finn. All right, let's get back to these games because we can talk hoops all night. But I want to blast through the board uh, with Tony. Mick Aussie is going to join us. The crazy Aussie um, is going to uh, kick it with us. We're going to get some AFL football. AFL, it's week one, or as they call it in Australia, round one. But it's a great sport. You can bet on it. It's overnight. It's simple to bet on. Like, there's just point spreads and totals. And... Um, it's it's not it's a really cool sport too. People get murdered and uh, hit real hard, uh, so it's a cool sport. So, Texas Southern and Michigan, you know, guys, I get it. If you're not interested in laying a massive number in one of these games, I totally understand. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it, but Michigan sort of need a confidence booster, not fully, but you know, what I mean, they don't want to play poorly going into this game against LSU and St. Bonaventure. Tony just brought this up a couple of minutes ago. Jawan Howard's got swagger. He understands that they need some confidence here. But at the same point in time, they're also a little thin, right, without Isaiah Livers right now. So if they're up big, but I'm just telling you, Texas Southern guys are not very good. They're going to have a hard time hanging with Michigan in any circumstance. So this next game is the one I'm excited about, and this is the one I've had circled all week. And I'm calling the money line. I'm betting the money line. Give me the gauchos on the money line outright here. Against Creighton, Tony. I know you're, listen, you're in Vegas. You know about the Big West. But this is not your uh, typical Big West team, man. They've got transfers from all over the place. And it's rare that Santa Barbara would have an NFL, uh, an NBA, um, NFL. Thinking of the NFL uh, draft coming up. But an NBA, NBA draft pick. But this McLaughlin kid is actually an NBA talent. Transferred from Oregon State. Uh, They got the Norris kid from the Ducks. Um, they're pretty, you know, they're a damn good basketball team, and they're all transfers and stuff. So it's not your usual team. And Creighton seem kind of vulnerable right now. Love the points, light, love it on the money line. I think they're going to win outright. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy it with the way you described it. There's, uh, there's a caveat here, and that is that, uh, you know, uh, Joe Pasternak. He plays his kids. Ten kids play at least ten minutes. Again, here we go back to can they can they have yeah. some cohesiveness? You know, can they? That's a key. But you're right. Listen, how does Creighton move by thirty in the conference final? You know, and and dominate Nova one other week on Saturday. Very Jacqueline Hyde. More with Finn on the other side. The late night anger match for Cross continues. Bring it. Four hours a day, seven days a week, with the sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
There's knowing how to play the game. And then there's knowing how the game is played. We are the second part. Some call it strategy, but we just call it the edge. Come and get it. Your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. The late night anger management class. We're kicking it with Tony Finn. Let's cut the small talk so we can get to uh, so we can uh, get to as many picks as possible. I want to blast through these games. We're going to uh, we're going to get back to the college basketball later, but we're also going to get to some AFL football in the overnight. And you know what? I feel like mixing it up uh, after all this college basketball uh, today. Try to get a little of a little bit of our a pound of flesh back in the late late night hours. So we were talking about Michigan. We, you know, we broke down that game a little bit. We'll get Matthias' thoughts on that one a little bit later on. Santa Barbara and Creighton. Uh, Tony, I like Santa Barbara. I've had this one circled. I'm, only, I'm, I'm a little freaked out only because of all these upsets and stuff and the 12-5, but it is what it is. Creighton are vulnerable, and this Santa Barbara team is for real, man. They're, you know, they're, they're not ultra deep. But they're experienced. They're not a bunch of kids. They've got dudes that have played in the Midwest on the East Coast. They're from all over the place. They've got NBA caliber talent on the team. And Creighton are pretty vulnerable right now. I don't, I think, I don't, I can't say, I don't like being with someone in the media that like causes controversy for nothing like the Deshaun Watson crap in Houston now. Uh, but like, I don't know if the players hate McDermott. I don't think they do. I think, you know what I mean? I think it no. was a stupid choice of words. It is what it is, and they're over it. Yeah. Like, I don't think they lost to Georgetown because of that. But at the same point in time, no. they're not in a rhythm right now. So I don't blame that, but no. we're talking about a team with a controversy and a team that scored 48 points in their last game. And I don't know how gr- yeah. great this team is to begin with. I think Santa Barbara are real life. Maybe they don't win, but this game's coming down to the wire. I like the Gauchos plus the points. I, I agree. Not, this is not a typical mid-major team. They're not going to be outsized. If you want to classify, um, you know, if you want to classify the West Coast Conference as, as a mid-major, it's got Gonzaga. But you're right. No, they're not outsized. I like this. I'll be watching this game. Iona and Alabama, Bama, uh, yeah. laying sixteen and a half. So as you stated, you dropped here. And listen, if there's one thing Patino's been good at is making a lot of money for himself <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and others, actually, though. 17-12 and 12 against the spread this year. Um, 11-5-1 against the spread this year. They didn't play that many games, 17 games. And you got an Alabama team that's very, very trendy. Everybody loves this team. Um, oh, they're going to the Final Four. They're going to the Final Four. What do you make of this matchup? Seems like uh, it's a bit of points to be laying, though, isn't it? Well, you would think, right, you're going to have a lot of guys out there that are not just not necessarily Joes uh, and definitely not pros, but that they're savvy, that they're big dance savvy. And, wow, you get Rick Pitino in his first year with Iona getting 17 points. Uh, Have you noticed this line hasn't really budged much since it opened at 16 and a half? And here's the deal. Here's the quickly Iona 
is there's two teams. This Iona is one of the teams. Only one of two teams. Iona and Sienna uh, that average more than one point per possession, uh, and and not by very much. I think 1.3 or something like that. And that's that's an average. That's not good against an Alabama team. It's about 1.3 or uh, per possession. It it in the possessions both these teams play. You're talking about Alabama by 30. I can't disagree. As far as the athletes are concerned, there's a big discrepancy here. And the thing is, too, Iona aren't Colgate. I know Iona have this gaudy record, but Colgate can actually score and stuff. They're a little bit different, right? And Alabama could – Alabama – the thing is, too, Alabama are pretty cocky. They won't take the the pedal off the metal. And it's not 23-and-a-half. It's not like Baylor, oh, you got to win by 26, and you got backdoored at the last second here by the kid on Hartford. Uh, with 22 seconds right. left, you know, and to me, this game doesn't jump off the screen at me. I like the Santa Barbara pick. I like Georgetown. I like LSU. Um, Drake and USC. Listen, we'll get you out of here in like five minutes when we're up against it. Uh, so last segment with Tony Finn, but we got USC and the Drake, um, yeah. Grand Canyon and and Iowa. Actually, uh, we had someone in our chat saying, please ask Tony about Grand Canyon and Iowa. And I listen, I'm a believer in the Lopes. They've got size. Uh, they've got a couple of really big dudes. Um, but can they hang with Iowa here? Or do they hang and then do they just sort of, does Iowa pull away? What about the over of this game, the total? What do you make of the Grand Canyon Lope game, the Antelopes and the Hawkeyes? Well, now that Dan Marley's gone, and then they bring in one of the Drew kids, you know, Bryce Drew is now the head coach there uh, for the Antelopes. Uh, he was able to get a transfer, one of the portal transfers, and that was from Wichita State. Uh, he's a seven foot, about 270 pound kid. And so don't think for one minute that this Grand Canyon team can't play basketball. They, they can. They, they did a pretty good job under Marley, uh, Gabe, although Marley wasn't probably the best coach. What I think his nickname was Blunder. Dan Marley down under. So um, that said, that what, is that uh, a thunder? I would. I like the over always. Always like the over with Iowa. Although they play a little defense in the later stages, over and Grand Canyon plus the points is who I'd be on this game if I was. And how about this? Of course, Drew Bryce uh, Drew grew up in Indiana, yeah. played for his father Homer yeah. at Valpo. And, of course, took Vanderbilt yep. and Valpo to the NCAA uh, tournament as a coach before. So you've got a little yep. bit of a history here. Um, and What's the guy's name? Mitgard, the big guy. Yeah, yeah, that, that, the big dude, Mitgard. And he also got, who's the other guy? Yeah. Lever. Like they're, they're, they're a big team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aspergen. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Big, 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 big dudes. <laughs> big, big dudes. Like I said, yeah. they can hang around, man. There's, there's upsets along the way here. Um, what about the Drake and I USC? Do. What about the Drake and USC? Well, I'm going to – yeah, listen. Um, if Drake would have won by 10, then I probably would have been more apt to lean towards Drake. But I, I just uh, – listen, USC, is a, they are Pac-12. I don't, I'm not thrilled with Pac-12, who they played, how they play, anything like that. However, Mobley is a true – uh, probably maybe a number two overall pick. And anytime you get a guy that's an NBA talent like that against a Drake team that's much smaller and much less than, uh, I, I'm I'm on USC. And you got the experience with Enfield. Thing with USC, you're right. Absolutely. They don't get Mobley the ball enough, in my opinion, too. They make weird decisions and stuff I, I, at I, times. I, They're a little. Yeah, you right. agree with that? Yep. Yeah, I do. 
I do. Yeah, sometimes you yeah, wonder. Absolutely. It's like, guys, you, you have the number one or number one two pick in the NBA draft. He's the best kid on the floor. He's the best player on the floor. And I mean, the point guard bombs a bad three. It's like, bro, yep. it's like, I know you want to take the yep. shot, but like, you, know, you can tell your buddies that you used to pass the ball to the first pick in the NBA draft. All right, just pass them the ball. Like, yep. Just pass them the ball. Yeah. Very simple. I mean, Drake shot, listen, um, Drake shot but, 25% from three point. For Drake to win this game, they've got to be able to shoot, and, they, and they're not a very good shooting team. So uh, they, they, they were kind of a surprise. But, but it's USC. I, I think the numbers I think the numbers value, actually, in this game. Are you buying into this Albaline Christian stuff? Um, we got about two minutes. So Albaline Christian against Texas. Um, an interesting number there at a buck forty. You're anti Pac-12, but we always see teams play in the play-in game and then win the next game, and then yep. sometimes win again. Yes. Does is UCLA, UCLA that team? You know what I mean? BYU aren't no. great, Tony. Like, do you really want to lay? No, you talk not. about the Pac-12, but at the same point in time, you want to lay four points with the BYU Cougars here? I don't. Give I me will. UCLA. And I did. Oh, I'll, I'll take it, Mr. I'll Mountain take, West, UNLV. <laughs> a, a bottle. Thirty of seconds, Finn. You, you can send it to me. I'll, I'll, you can send it to me. I'll give you my address. <laughs> You're on. You're on. Like BYU shooting. Listen, UCLA can't defend a three, and BYU can shoot the three, and that's how. That's the only reason I like like them here. Or uh, it was a down year. Hey, listen, you, we talked about we talked about Santa Barbara. Come on, um, this was a down year in that conference. BYU and, and St. Mary's weren't who they were. Santa Barbara may be the second best team in that conference. Tony, you're the best. Thanks, my man. Some artists work in clay, some in oils. We work in actionable insights and expert perspectives. But we just call it the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports is everywhere, every day, and so is the information about it. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Honey, I've got some bad news for you. Oh, no, Marge, I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Oh! Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. No, no, there's an, there's an XFL now, but it's called the XCFL. You can't call it that, though. The XCFL? <laughs> That's just insulting to the CFL. I thought about that. I'm like, you can't call it the XCFL. Like, that's just like, so. The CFXL. That's not bad, actually. The CFL. C, CFXL. But, no, no, they're, they're not going to merge. You know what? As a Canadian Football League fan and as a um, XFL fan, I, um, I at first was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you know what? You're, you're, you're two different entities. You're two different leagues. But the fact is, it's true. The XFL is a good product. I enjoy the XFL. Um, it's like another beer, uh, wine, tequila, like Conor McGregor. Look, Conor McGregor's tequila or uh, whiskey and Sammy Hager tequila. 
it's already a crowded marketplace. But you know what? <laughs> all, I, all I ever wanted was more. So, so uh, why not? All right, so speaking of more, is Mick Aussie ready yet? No? I'm surprised Mick isn't ready to go. Like, I'm actually looking forward to Mick's overnight AFL picks here. Uh, because um, I'm, um, I haven't put any work into this. I do follow the AFL, and we do pretty damn good with it. Like the AFL, Matthias, like, you know, the Australian, ever bet on an Australian football game before? Australian rules football? I have taken a pass on that game. I have never played with that side of the ball, man. <laughs> no, 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 it's good stuff. You enjoy it. Come on, man. You lived in Hawaii and stuff. Come on. This is, um, this is, uh, it's very violent, violent stuff. They don't wear pads, no equipment. They're, they're no, no, no equipment. But, like, no, I do cap this stuff. And enough so that I was going to say that, like, I'll put real money on it. Like, I put, you know, 750 bucks, 500 bucks. I've had even more at times. I've chilled out because the last couple of years, the AFL has gotten, um, during, number one, during the pandemic, they shortened the games, which I don't understand. It's like if you're playing the game, just play the damn game. Like, you know, like they, you know what? They pulled like baseball. They went to like seven innings. <laughs> so instead of 20-minute quarters and stuff, it's like 16-minute uh, quarters. So you're shaved. You, they, they took like 12 minutes off the game. So it really affects the totals. And also, if you shorten the match, then hey, I don't care what sport it is. If you make the game shorter, then the underdog has a better chance of winning. Right? Talent will prevail over the long haul. That's what, like, you look at that Tennessee game today. Tennessee would have come back, bro. That game made me want to throw up, uh, Matthias. Like, I started off today 5-2, and two, and I was like, man, these are pretty good picks. I didn't even like Virginia Tech. I never should have bet that. Uh, but there's a difference. The thing is, I'm not, like, a handicapper that's like, oh, I just I only have to give four picks or something in a day or just worry about winning units. No, you know what? I, and plus, I'm an action junkie during March Madness, right? I don't want to get a piece of stuff, right? You know, nobody goes to Vegas for March Madness and says, I'm going to bet one game today, right? You know, you want to roll through the day and stuff, but I didn't like the board tonight, right? I didn't like the card so much tonight, but I didn't mind it in the morning and in the afternoon. So we started off pretty strong, and then, you know, bad, bad beats on the way out, too. Not bad beats because they're bad picks. Right, you know, there's 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 a difference between a bad pick and a bad beat, but just type of stuff like Liberty today, bro. I had Liberty plus seven. They lose by nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they played a free throw game late, and the math did. You know, the match just ended up on the wrong side. Winthrop tonight was covering all night. They fell apart late. Just a couple of little things like that. Yet, um, I like the card tomorrow. I like the card tomorrow. And you know what? With or without Mick Aussie, we're going to get into the AFL tonight. And uh, you know what? We're going to win. And you know what? There's NBL basketball. Good. It hasn't even started yet. Perfect. Here we go. Melbourne Phoenix and Adelaide 36ers. Not the 76ers, but the 36ers. They're not very good. But I always get confused, man, with these games in Australia, whether like it's the home team or the road team. And it actually matters there. Home court matters in the Australian League. All right, so what are your best bets for tomorrow, Matthias? What are you, what are you laying? Are you going to take Michigan minus 25 and a half? 
No, nah, Gabe, that, that's that's way too many points for a team without Isaiah Livers. I think the game. I like St. Bonnie tomorrow, Gabe. I, I haven't been thrilled with the SEC. I, I think I'm going to go with St. Bonnie tomorrow. That's going to be one of my favorite picks, I think. And I, obviously, I really like Santa Barbara. I've liked Santa Barbara, you know, for the last three weeks. I've been able to watch them a little closely, closely, and I, I like what I see, man. So I'm going to go with Santa Barbara, and that's and you're getting a lot of value there at the money line. I'm taking the money line for sure. And I like USC as well. And I like Missouri, Gabe. I like Missouri. I think their three guys are going to play pretty well tomorrow against Oklahoma. You know, it'll be whoever wins the backcourt is going to win that game. And I, and I like Missouri and their chances. I like Drew Bugs coming off of the bench as well. Maybe I'm being a little biased. Bugs went to Hawaii. I have a connection with him. So I'm hoping he gets that victory since he decided to transfer from Hawaii to Missouri. Right decision to go there because he's dancing. That Missouri-Oklahoma game is going to be exactly like it's going to be exactly like the Florida-Virginia Tech game. Yeah, yeah and Clemson Clemson and Rutgers. It's going to come down to, you know what I mean, 38 seconds left and somebody hits a shot and somebody misses and you win or lose. It's, it's Isn't that one? Come on, man. Missouri and Oklahoma, that's like one of those games that you're like, Put it this way. I'm almost glad this game's on a Saturday night. I don't want to have to bet it. I won't have to give a pick on it. <laughs> I won't be on the air. See, I don't like being on the air at like 7 o'clock and say, you know what, I'm not going to give you a pick on this game. Then what the hell am I here for? Right? If you don't like the pick, you can take the other side. But on the weekends, I have more success on the weekends when I don't have to like bet every game or I don't have to care about like this or that or oh I'm on for three hours during this game so I'm just going to bet it for the hell of it right so we usually have good Saturdays all right so Mick Mick Aussie's ready to go and uh Mick's going to uh pat our account save us although it's all Australian night right now Mick speaking of Adelaide and and not the Crows here but the Adelaide 36ers are about to start and I'm really thinking about taking the Melbourne Phoenix Mick how you doing tonight <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, mate. I do listen to a podcast from South Australia, and they often talk about the 36ers, but I believe we're a bit of a young team, so on the up is what I believe with the 36ers. But the Crows are winning. That's a big shock, a huge shock right now. Wow, so the Crows are back on track. All right, hold on. Let me just one second here. So Southeast Melbourne are 9-7 and seven on a year, and uh, 36ers are 7-10. and 10. It's not terrible. Um, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not terrible. Coming off, uh, they've lost their last two games. They lost 109-104 to Brisbane. They lost 97-88 to Perth. We're in the Australian Commerce Chamber of Commerce business hour right now. Uh, <laughs> Australian basketball <laughs> and, uh, and AFL football in, in, in the late night hours. But, hey, God bless Australia uh, for this stuff. But you guys know that tune in in the late night hours. I'm pretty good with the NBL. And I believe that the Melbourne Phoenix are the play. And I'm going to play it, actually. We're all Australia here. And we're going to get to the AFL picks here in a second. So I just got I'm gonna, nothing massive, but a little play, on, uh, little play on Southeast Melbourne right now, minus the three and a half. So let me load up the AFL lines uh, here, Mick. The season's gotten started. So I was just saying earlier, the AFL has changed a bit in the last couple of years. Underdogs have come on a lot. It's become more erratic. It's a lot like college basketball, Mick, and March Madness. But remember in the old days, the powerhouses used to win all the time. You know, Hawthorne Hawks would win, and we knew the Cats would win, and West Coast. Now it's a little different, 
And I don't understand in a pandemic, if you're playing, Mick, why do you play a shorter quarter? Who cares? You're already playing the damn game. Do you need to play four minutes less? Are we still playing 16 minutes? Is it still shorter? No, no, mate. They've gone back to the normal quarters. So they'll be like 25 plus minutes per quarter. But they've brought in some new rules, mate. And I'm really, really happy because you've watched this a long time and you know that the scoring has gone down the last few years because it's been overcoached. Yeah. It's been too defensive. There's been grid set up. There's been too much tackling. So they've brought in some new rules. And the first two games I've watched, I am really happy. The uh, Tigers game against Carlton was high scoring. The game Magpies and Bulldogs was better to watch. So it's faster flowing because of the new rules they've brought in. And I'm happy because it's back to the AFL like years ago. Faster running, more attacking, higher scoring. So I'm excited for this season, mate. All right, good, good, good. Because, yeah, you're right. I, I, you know, I like totals in all sports. And I remember... I used to bet these totals, and they were 160, you know, 184 and a half. Like, they were almost like NBA totals, but now totals are like 134. (laughs) and Like, they're low. It's like, really? And it blew blew my mind. So, right now, Adelaide is is up 52-21 on G-Long. What do you think about this game? Is Adelaide going to hang on? Do you think the Cats Cats are going to come back? Gabe, I'm in absolute shock. The first three games have kind of gone as expected. So I'm 3-0 right now. Many people are. But the Cats were 27 and a half point favourite. I thought they were oh going to be like 50. So All right, hold on, Mick. Hold me. on. Hold on, Mick. We'll get you on the other side here. Wow. 27 point underdogs. Football, the goal line. Baseball, home plate. Basketball, the net. Sports talk, right here. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Nobody wants to hear the nonsensical ravings of a loudmouth malcontent. All right, it's 52-27 right now. What other show is breaking it down in-game? It's in-game live edition, Australian rules. FanDuel's got in-game action going on. So mixed team, the Adelaide Crows, who have sucked rocks for the last couple of years. Uh, But they used to be good. They used to be champions. They used to be good. (laughs) Are shocking everyone, 27.5-point underdogs. But this is the thing. Uh, this is the thing with this sport, guys. Um, there are point spreads like football and stuff. So a good example is, listen to this. So Brisbane, good example. Brisbane tonight, the Brisbane uh, Lions. 
taking on the Sydney Swans. And I, I'm not even seeing these names. All right, hold on. Yeah, turn Mick down for a second here. I hear him coughing and breathing and everything. I don't want to hear that. Um, so Brisbane and Sydney are um, they're 25 and a half point favorites. So normally, any sport's the same. You know what I mean? Like if a team is a 25 and a half point favorite in basketball, it's the same point spread as it is in football. Like if Alabama is minus 25 and a half, it's the same money line as if Gonzaga is minus 25 and a half pretty much. It's in the same ballpark. AFL football is tricky. I used to fall for this because I'd be like, oh, my God, these guys are 25-point favorites, but they're only minus 400 on a money line. The math is great. And then you think you have these easy money line parlays with these big 30-point favorites. But no, the odds makers know there are a lot of upsets in this league. So, uh, Mick, let me ask you then, Adelaide, you said we're 27-point underdogs. It's all we, you know, you need to know right now. Do you think they're going to hang on and win this game? Because comebacks do happen in the AFL as well. Teams can be up by 20 or 30 and blow the lead all the time in this league. <laughs> so, what do you think happens, Mick, in this game from here on out? Who's going to win the game straight up? I, I would be... I would be absolutely shocked if Crows won. I didn't think they'd hardly win a game all year. So that just shows that it's men against the boys. Like the Crows oh are God. full of kids. And it just shows with a team game and if the Cats have just gone in there mentally, mental is so much of the game, and they've just got to jump on them. I would take an in-game the best that the Cats could come back, and I would think the Cats will still win. Like, I believe it's about five or ten minutes to go in the second quarter. I mean, I thought the Crows were going to hardly win a game all year, so it just shows you don't know, mate, and they can be upset. But so how big is the lead, Mick? The first one around. How, how big of a lead... That? Is how big of a lead is fifty three twenty seven? Because it sounds like it's a big lead, but in this sport, like there are big swings in this sport. That's what I noticed, Mick. Like you know, what I mean, when one quarter a team will win like twenty to six, and in the next quarter the other team can smoke them. So there are big swings. There's a lot of football left in this game too, isn't there? You know what, Mick? Now they're down by twenty. I'm feeling you. I'm taking the G-Long Cats. This is for Jennifer in Winnipeg, the big cat fan. We're taking the G-Long Cats to come back, Mick. You don't even believe in your own team. <laughs> no, I don't, mate. Like, look, that spot's at 25 points. So that's 6-4 to 24. That's four goals. Guys like Dangerfield and their stars, they can get that back in a few minutes. Look, I mean, Patrick Dangerfield, he's still game. playing. He's still playing. Oh, he's a champ. He's is my, the, is, yeah, he's one of the best. Is my boy... Is my boy Eddie Betts still playing? <laughs> oh, <your laughs> Eddie, Betts. Eddie Betts. Yeah, he went, he went to the Carlton Blues last year. He's in his last year this year, and he's a star oh, of that yeah. TV show on Amazon I told you to watch, Making Their Mark. So you've got to watch that one, mate. Him and Big Nick Nat and Nui from the Eagles, they're a couple of the stars on that TV show. And what's that guy's name? What's his name? The guy, the kid from Oklahoma State, the the the, the basketball player, um, yeah, the American kid. Mason. What? Yep, uh, Big Mason Cox. He did all right last night. Yeah, the Mason Cox lost to the Bulldogs. Yep, but he did all right. He kicked a couple of goals. I watched it today. He re-signed there, so he's done well. He really has, mate. He's done well. Good on him.
Yeah, yeah, he's made a nice career. Yeah, guys, uh, this kid, Mason Cox, used to be an Oklahoma State Cowboy uh, basketball player, big, tall kid, moved to Australia for whatever reason. And um, he's become not a star, but he's had quite a good career in, in the AFL uh, over the years. So, listen, I jumped in, guys, on um, – I took uh, the G-Long Cats to come back, plus five and a half. Or did I take them on the money line? I think I took a money line. What did I, what did I get? Uh, yeah, G-Long um, – yeah, G-Long to win. I need G-Long to win. Adelaide are on a dangerous attack right now. Ooh, ooh, Adelaide just scored. 59-33. Like you said, Mick, it's high scoring again, right? There's points again. The in-game total is 192 and a half. It's going over. I'm taking the over. I'm going I'm going to the over here, Mick. I'm taking the over. 192 and a half. Wow, All right, so um <laughs> Yeah, dude. Mick, they're already right now. They're at ninety-two points with five minutes left in the second quarter, and we know Geelong aren't quitting. They're going to come back. Yeah, see what they've done. They've made the they've made three rule changes where the guy standing the mark cannot move. So basically, if I have the ball, Gabe, I can run on, and it's creating the way it used to be: run, 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 and less interchanges. So the players have to stay on the field more. So it's way more attacking football, and it was much needed because some of the diehard old fellas like me, we've been annoyed with the defensive style of the AFL in the last few years. So this is looking good. Uh, Mick, you know what? We've got a lot of nut jobs in our chat and losers, freaks, cool people, and everything else in between. That's why we call it the Friday Night Free Show. But uh, Matthias, Matthias is our guy in Los Angeles, but uh, Matthias in Germany... Uh, he says, uh, tell Mick to say the AFL sucks. And I told him in the chat, I said, you know what? You're just saying that. I'm surprised the Germans. You figure the Germans would be good at this, Mick. You know what I'm saying? They're fit. They're tough. I'm surprised. Like, like you know what I mean? I know the like, And even America. Like, the, the AFL should continue to promote the sport in America more like they do. But they should do like soccer used to do, and they still do. But remember, like, even, you know, Manchester United... They're big. They're one of the biggest brands in sports. They don't need to do it, but they do the exhibition tour, right? They go to America in the summer or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because they know. It's like, listen, let's go to Chicago. Let's, like, You know what I mean? Like the West Coast Eagles, bro, should play a game in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, Mick. Like they should do that stuff. I know they did. Didn't they play a game in America last year or two years ago before the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, they've done it. They've done it every couple of years. They did it back in Vancouver, back in the in the late eighties. And yeah, they've done oh, that'd it be cool. several spots. <laughs> but it is growing all around the world, and they have the international cup, as you know, every three or four years. So it is growing, and uh, they just got to get it on a bit more TV. What like, other country is good? TV. What other country is good oh, at this? Best. Like, what country has picked it up? Like, in U.S. or is it Canada, England? Like, who's like? And no one's even close to Australia. But what country is at least sort of doesn't suck at it when they play? Yeah, in the international cup, the Irish are good because they play Gaelic football, which is similar. South Africa really picked up on it. Um, yeah, yeah, South Guinea, Africa, I can see that. Other countries, so yeah. 
And US and Canada come about eighth or tenth, somewhere around that range in the International Cup. Shout out to James McGinnis right now in Australia. We've got guys all over the world tuning in right now. And he said that. He said uh, the Irish aren't bad at this because they play Gaelic uh, footy. And uh, they're, they're kind of similar. Okay, so uh, we got to get back to basketball here in a few minutes. Uh, we, gotta, we don't have a lot of time, but Mick, the Essendon Bombers and the Hawthorne Hawks. Uh, what do you think about this game? It's kind of a pick. It's a pick em. It's a pick em. The Osmaker has a pick em. Who's going to win this game? The Bombers or the Hawks? Yeah, tough. Oh, tough one, mate. I picked the Bombers to come 15th this year. I picked the Hawks to come 14th. I went for the Bombers just, just because they might get a quick flow flow on going. But I like the actual under in this game. I don't bet unders overs very often, but it's under over 170.5. I think it might be lower scoring. I don't see much potential in both of these teams. So go the under if you have to bet that one. Oh, Mick says the under. All right. What's happening with my over right now anyway? So I had points. Uh <laughs> What did I take? Well, you told me. What did I bet? I said, oh, I said well, over 192. Yeah, yeah. It's 198 and a half now, Mick. There's been points. Oh, my God. Adelaide. Though Adelaide's, like, scoring more. Bro, they're up by 33 now. <laughs> oh, my God. It's 66, 33. I'm dumbfounded. Absolutely dumbfounded right. on that one. What about... What about the Brisbane Lions and the Sydney Swans? And I don't know, you've seen our boy. He's a good guy, great guy. Uh, he looks like a supermodel, our, our golf guy, uh, our caddy. This guy was an LPGA and um, LPGA and PGA caddy, uh, dubs Andrew Anderson. So I was asking him the other day. I was busting his balls. I'm like, yeah, I know about Australia, man. I'm a West Coast Eagle. He's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, who are you a fan of, man? And uh, even though he's a golf guy, he's a Sydney Swan fan, Mick. What do you think about that? <laughs> what's the what's the reputation yeah, no, of Sydney I'm... Swan fans? So I can talk smack to him. Like, what, what what's the <laughs> reputation of the Sydney Swans? <laughs> ah, well, it's mainly rugby country, but the Swans have done well there. They've won a flag and... You know, big Buddy Franklin, he's on that big dollars up there, but he's injured. Oh, I like Buddy Franklin. Yeah, he's good. Take the Lions to win. Take the Lions to win and probably cover, but the Swans might push him, so be careful on the plus-minus. Okay. Lions should win, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I like that. The Brisbane Lions minus 435 on the money line. I'm going to put that in a parlay. Um, Or as you say in Australia, multi. Uh, Port Adelaide, the power... Uh, versus uh, North Melbourne. Uh, man, big point spread here, man. The power, minus 31 and a half, Mick. All right. Well, I've, I've picked the Kangaroos to come bottom, and I've picked the Crows to come second bottom. And unfortunately, I picked the Port Adelaide Power Pats Mears to come top. They were third last year, and they've gained Alir, Alir, and another good player. So they have incredible depth. It's in Melbourne. I think the Port Adelaide Power will win and probably cover. They got a lot of good players, and I hate to say that because I'm a Crows fan. Ruse is terrible. Ruse are terrible. That if you parlay both uh, Brisbane and Port Adelaide, and neither of these teams are losing, it's minus two thirty nine. Except now we throw we'll throw a college basketball pick into her in the morning here to get this party going, but. Um, 
you know, I, 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 I agree with you here. I, I, I agree. Uh, and it's another case where it's n- not a bad money line pick. All right, great job, uh, Mick. Uh, good breakdown. I look forward to it. Like I said, we're in the middle of March Madness. Everything's crazy. My head's spinning. Got a bunch of games going on. But it's good to have AFL back. We'll be breaking it down every week on this show and on game time decisions whenever the uh, whatever the situation. Good job, Mick. May the winners be yours. All right. Thanks, Ben. See you later. Have a good weekend. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Sports gaming insights and expert analysis on daily sporting events. Information you can take to the bank. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We know things are nuts out there. You need something to depend on. That's where we come in. Coming to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With the sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. Depend on it. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Is it just me or does this show just feel like it just got started? We could kick out another 180 minutes. All right, so it's 73 to 35 at the half. Wow. Ugh. An absolute smackdown going on right now. Beatdown. What do they call that? The WWE Smackdown? That's what it is right now. Uh, the uh, Adelaide Crows. Man, you know what? Mick is a. Um, Mick is a Adelaide Crow fan, and even he didn't believe in him. Even he didn't believe in him. All right, so the tournament continues, and you know what? We're excited for tomorrow's games. I look forward to this. I've been looking forward, looking forward to it all week, and um, I didn't like tonight's slate. You know what? Like we said earlier, look at the comparison of the quality of programs that are playing in the glamour factor. You think this is a coincidence? They know people are at work today. It's a pandemic. It's a little different. You know what I mean? It was like, all right, Saturday and Sunday is the real deal here. And they set it up this way. As we say, you got Georgetown and Colorado. Really cool game in the morning. UNC Greensboro and Florida State. That would have been like better than anything than the crap they've served us tonight. Eastern Washington, Kansas, one of the biggest blue bloods in, in the game. St. Bonaventure and LSU is one of the most like looked forward to games in the tournament. Like Santa Barbara and Creighton's going to come down to the wire and be crazy. You got Patino versus Bama. Drake versus USC. I could go on. It's like, wow, what a card. Um, check me out on Twitter, at Sports Rage. But I'm going to take the Hoyas in the morning. I'm going to take the Hoyas plus the points. I'm taking the LSU Tigers. Michigan is going to kill Texas Southern. And Santa Barbara wins outright. Matias gave us uh, one or two picks on the way out here. What do you got? I got UConn over Maryland. And I'm taking Missouri over Oklahoma. And definitely taking Santa Barbara on the same boat as you. I like the Santa Barbara pick. I lived in California. And my girl's in Oklahoma. So, come on, man. Come on, man. 
I can't believe the show's already over. But you know what? Life is full of little disappointments. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.